chapter ten of when the holy ghost is come this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by kathleen when the holy ghost is come by samuel logan bringle chapter ten hope ye shall receive power after that the holy ghost is come upon you are you ever cast down and depressed in spirit listen to paul now the god of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the holy ghost romans fifteen thirteen what cheer is in those words they rang like the shout of a triumph one god himself is the god of hope there is no gloom no depression no wasting sickness of deferred hope in him he is a brimming fountain and ocean of hope eternally and he is our god he is our hope two out of his infinite fulness he is to fill us not half fill us but fill us with joy all joy hallelujah and peace three and this is not by some condition or means that is so high and difficult that we cannot perform our part but it is simply in believing something which the little child or the aged philosopher the poor man and the rich man the ignorant and the learned can do and the result will be four abounding hope through the power of the holy ghost and what power is that if it is physical power then the power of a million niagaras and flowing oceans and rushing worlds is as nothing compared to it if it is mental power then the power of plato and bacon and milton and shakespeare and newton is as the light of a firefly to the sun when compared to it if it is spiritual power then there is nothing with which it can be compared but suppose it is all three in one infinite and eternal this is the power throbbing with love and mercy to which we are to bring our little hearts by living faith and god will fill us with joy and peace and hope by the incoming of the holy spirit god's people are a hopeful people they hope in god with whom there is no change no weakness no decay in the darkest night and the fiercest storm they still hope in him though it may be feebly but he would have his people abound in hope so that they should always be buoyant triumphant but how can this be in a world such as this we are surrounded by awful mysterious and merciless forces that at any moment may overwhelm us the fire may burn us the water may drown us the hurricane may sweep us away friends may desert us foes may master us there is the depression that comes from failing health from poverty from overwork and sleepless nights and constant care from thwarted plans disappointed ambitions slighted love and base ingratitude old age comes on with its gray hairs failing strength dimness of sight dullness of hearing tottering step shortness of breath and general weakness and decay the friends of youth die and a new strange pushing generation that knows not the old man comes elbowing him aside and taking his place under some blessed outpouring of the spirit the work of god revives vile sinners are saved zion puts on her beautiful garments reforms of all kind advance the desert blossoms as the rose the waste place becomes a fruitful field and the millennium seems just at hand 
and then the spiritual tide recedes the forces of evil are emboldened they mass themselves and again sweep over the heritage of the lord leaving it waste and desolate and the battle must be fought over again how can one be always hopeful always abounding in hope in such a world well hallelujah it is possible through the power of the holy ghost but only through his power and this power will not fail so long as we fix our eyes on eternal things and believe the holy spirit dwelling within turns our eyes from that which is temporal to that which is eternal from the trial itself to god's purpose in the trial from the present pain to the precious promise i am now writing in a little city made rich by vast potteries if the dull heavy clay on the potter's wheel and in the fiery oven could think and speak it would doubtless cry out against the fierce agony but if it could foresee the purpose of the potter and the thing of use and beauty he meant to make it it would nestle low under his hand and rejoice in hope we are clay in the hand of the divine potter but we can think and speak and in some measure understand his high purpose in us it is the work of the holy spirit to make us understand and if we will not be dull and senseless and unbelieving he will illuminate us and fill us with peaceful joyous hope one he would reveal to us that our heavenly potter has himself been on the wheel and in the fiery furnace learning obedience and being fashioned into the captain of our salvation by the things which he suffered when we are tempted and tried and tempest-tossed he raises our hope by showing us jesus suffering and sympathizing with us tempted in all points as we are and so able and wise and willing to help us in our struggle and conflict hebrews two nine to eighteen he assures us that jesus into whose hands is committed all power in heaven and earth is our elder brother touched with the feeling of our infirmities hebrews four fifteen and he encourages us to rest in him and not be afraid and so we abound in hope through his power as we believe two he reveals to us the eternal purpose of god in our trials and difficulties listen to paul all things work together for good to them that love god we know this says paul romans eight twenty eight but how can this be ah there is where faith must be exercised it is in believing that we abound in hope through the power of the holy ghost god's wisdom and ability to make all things work together for our good are not to be measured by our understanding but to be firmly held by our faith my child is in serious difficulty and does not know how to help himself but i say leave it to me he may not understand how i am to help him but he trusts me and rejoices in hope we are god's dear children and he knows how to help us and make all things work together for our good if we will only commit ourselves to him in faith thou art as much his care as if beside nor man nor angel lived in heaven or earth the sunbeams pour alike their glorious tide to light up worlds or wake an insect's mirth again afflictions overtake us and now the holy spirit encourages our hope and makes it to abound by such promises as these our light affliction which is but for a moment worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory while we look not at the things which are seen 
but at the things which are not seen for the things which are seen are temporal but the things which are not seen are eternal two corinthians four seventeen eighteen but such a promise as that only mocks us if we do not believe in all their affliction he was afflicted and the angel of his presence saved them in his love and in his pity he redeemed them and he bare them and he carried them all the days of old isaiah sixty three nine and he is just the same to-day to some he says i have chosen thee in the furnace of affliction isaiah forty eight ten and nestling down into his will and believing they abound in hope through the power of the holy ghost he turns our eyes back upon job in his loss and pain upon joseph sold into egyptian slavery daniel in the lion's den the three hebrews in the burning fiery furnace and paul in prison and shipwreck and manifold perils and showing us their steadfastness and their final triumph he prompts us to hope in god when weakness of body overtakes us he encourages us with such assurances as these my flesh and my heart faileth but god is the strength of my heart and my portion for ever psalm seventy three twenty six and the words of paul though our outward man perish yet the inward man is renewed day by day two corinthians four sixteen when old age comes creeping on apace he has promised to meet the need that our hope fail not listen to david he prays cast me not off in the time of old age forsake me not when my strength faileth now also when i am old and gray-headed o god forsake me not until i have showed thy strength unto this generation and thy power to every one that is to come psalm seventy one nine eighteen and through isaiah the lord replies even to your old age i am he and even to hoar hairs will i carry you i have made and i will bear even i will carry and will deliver you isaiah forty six four and david cries out the righteous shall flourish like the palm tree he shall grow like a cedar in lebanon those that be planted in the house of the lord shall flourish in the courts of our god they shall bring forth fruit in old age they shall be fat and flourishing to show that the lord is upright psalm ninety two twelve to fifteen these are the sample promises of which the bible is full and which have been adapted by infinite wisdom and love to meet us at every point of doubt and fear and need that in believing them we may have a steadfast and glad hope in god he is pledged to help us he says fear thou not for i am with thee be not dismayed for i am thy god i will strengthen thee yea i will help thee yea i will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness isaiah forty one ten when all god's waves and billows seemed to sweep over david and his soul was bowed within him three times he cried out why art thou cast down o my soul why art thou disquieted in me hope thou in god for i shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance psalm forty two five and jeremiah remembering the wormwood in the gall 
and the deep mire of the dungeon into which they had plunged him and from which he had scarcely been delivered said it is good that a man should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the lord lamentations three twenty six when the holy spirit is come he brings to remembrance these precious promises and makes them living words and if we believe the whole heaven of our soul shall be lighted up with abounding hope hallelujah it is only through ignorance of god's promises or through weak and wavering faith that hope is dimmed oh that we may heed the still small voice of the heavenly comforter and steadfastly joyously believe my hope is built on nothing less than jesus's blood and righteousness when all around my soul gives way he then is all my hope and stay have ye received the holy ghost since ye believed end of chapter ten